0: Welcome to Douglas Wilson's The Podcast, presented by Canon Press. Yes, God. God don't never change. So, welcome to the podcast. This is episode 286. Now, I want, in this opening segment, I want to talk about something. The, about which I know virtually nothing. <laughs> some of you are going to say, "Why start now?" Some of you are going to say, "Why not continue?" But that be that as it may, let's talk about unidentified flying objects, which are a bunch in the news, and I've not even followed the recent news stories. Apparently, there is some high official in the government who has said there's that the government is in possession of um, spacecraft and uh, that kind of thing. And um, I want to just, what I want to do is tap on the brakes a few times, okay? One is, it's awfully easy to speculate about things like Loch Ness and Bigfoot and UFOs. When everybody who sees them, these sightings always seem to happen when everybody's camera is blurry. So and it's easy to speculate, no, here's an answer to that and whatever. The last time I looked into the UFO thing, which was decades ago, one of the things that I noticed is that the world in which people claim to have been abducted and people claim to have had had close encounters of the third kind and and so on, that world is is also characterized by things that Are traditionally associated with the occult. You know, things like uh, phenomena like automatic writing or people, things that people do, the sorts of things that people do after having an encounter with aliens were very similar to uh, things that people do after having had an encounter with demons or spirits and whatnot. And we shouldn't forget that Satan is described in Ephesians as the prince of the power of the air. And he's a liar and a deceiver. One of the things that sort of astonishes me is the kind of faith that people put into things like extraterrestrial life. Now, if someone says, "Do you believe? Do you believe in extraterrestrial life?" Well, yes, I do, uh, because the Bible tells us that there are cherubim and seraphim and archangels and angels and thrones principalities and powers, all these different kinds of sentient beings that are not human beings. So, yeah, and they don't live down here on Earth with us. So, they're And Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what I mean. Do you believe that there are planets like ours with organic races like ours walking around living their lives like we do? Do you believe that that is the case? Well, no, I don't. I, I, I wouldn't want to say one way or the other. How could I possibly know something like that? And I would hasten to add, how could anybody possibly know anything like that? So, that's the first thing. The second thing is, I doubt that there are creatures of that sort, because I believe the Bible tells us that when, in Romans 8, that the creation was subjected to futility. Because of the sin of man, because we sinned, because of Adam's rebellion, the creation was subjected to futility and bondage, bondage to decay. And as far as we can tell, the second law of thermodynamics, of things going from order to disorder, is a law that pertains everywhere we can see. Uh, It seems to be going on everywhere, which means That let's say there was a sinless human race, uh, a sinless race of beings on some other planet, and then Adam sinned in the garden here, and then their world started to fall apart. I don't think that that would be just or fair or right. Right? Our world, our world, falls apart because we were given dominion over it, and I think that the places that fall apart that uh, we haven't gotten to yet were places that we were going to get to had we not disobeyed our our, our gracious god so uh, i don't what i want to do is say let's wait and see if we find ourselves at some point in a pitched battle with an alien invading force just like in the movies all right if that happens then i'm willing to revise my tentative opinion but as i began by saying this is a uh, subject I know next to nothing about, the only opinion I would um, venture on this would be extremely tentative. So, my tentative opinion is that this is either bogus or spiritual, a deception from demons, or most likely a combination of both those things, human deceivers and spiritual deceivers. And I'm holding this in an open palm such that if I'm called to take up arms against the uh, invading aliens, I will cheerfully do so, having admitted myself to have been in error. Always will be God. Continuing on with episode 286 of the um, podcast, Hamartiology, as I've told you numerous times, and you should know this by now, is the study of sin. In that study, we see that some sins look like sins, like shooting up heroin. That looks like a sin. And other sins don't look like sins at all. They look like virtues. Some sins look like sins. Other sins look like virtues. This is what makes hypocrisy a possibility. Our word this time around fits in this category. The word is eu Eu E U P R O S O P E O. Eu And it is translated as make a fair show. Make a fair show. The word is found only one time in the New Testament. It is yet another hopox. Galatians six, twelve. As many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, there it is, as many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh, they constrain you to be circumcised, only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of Christ. In other words, there's something about true religion that makes people hostile toward it. The Lord says In the Gospel of John, how can you believe when you receive honor from one another? How can you believe when you receive honor from one another? There's a certain kind of respectability that is the death of true faith. True faith is that which does not care whether or not it does not care what the world thinks of us. When when we are converted, we are we are crucified to the world, and the world is crucified to us but there's a certain kind of person that wants to be with Christ and wants at the same time the applause of the world. And that's why Paul says here in Galatians 6, as many as desire to make a fair show in the flesh. If I do certain things, and in this case, in in the circumstance he was in, that thing that they needed to do was to accept circumcision, receive circumcision. If they did that, if they received circumcision, they could head off persecution And because the world knows how to persecute. The world knows how to come after, go after, the people who are not making a fair show in the flesh. So, this is a respectable sin, a shiny sin. It's the kind of sin that the world will always applaud. The gospel will always be a certain kind of disreputable. Let me say that again. The gospel will always be a certain kind of disreputable. God don't He's God. So, continuing on with the podcast, episode two eighty six. My book review this time around is a book called Our Program by Abraham Kuyper. This is part of a series being released by uh, Lexham Press. They're doing a marvelous job publishing these things. It's the collected works of Abraham Kuyper, and uh, at about time, I say. And this book, our program, is the one I'm currently reading. So, Kuiper was a leading figure in the Netherlands. He was, he was kind of a tornado in boots. He was a theologian. He was a pastor. He was a newspaperman. He was, a, at one point, the prime minister of the Netherlands, a politician. He was just an amazing—and a writer. He, was, um, he wrote um, many wonderful things. If you want an introduction to Abraham Kuyper, I'd recommend starting with the Stone Lectures. Uh, it's published under the uh, title Lectures, in Calvin, Lectures on Calvinism. So, Kuyper is just great. Well, this book, our program, is Kuyper's articulation and defense of the political platform of the political party that he was a part of. And that political party in the Netherlands was called the Anti-Revolutionary Party. And this was, uh, they were organized in self conscious resistance to the currents that had been unleashed by the French Revolution in the uh, 1790s. The American Revolution and the French Revolution were not similar at all. The uh, American Revolution was a conservative revolution where the colonists were fighting for the ancient historical constitutional rights of Englishmen. They were not levelers. They were not trying to scrub everything and start over. So, this is why Edmund Burke, who, as soon as the revolution in France broke out, Edmund Burke, the father of modern conservatism, uh, opposed the French Revolution from the first, even before it. they discredited themselves in the terror. So, Edmund Burke was hostile to the French Revolution from day one, from the get-go. But, that same edmund burke a, few, a short a few short years before was uh, supportive of the american cause edmund burke knew that the americans were fighting for the english constitution and he supported the americans he opposed the french revolution so the american revolution did not let loose a revolutionary virus into the world which the french revolution did and because the french revolution did do this there were many revolutionary currents running uh, wild in Europe at the time. And Kuiper was part—there uh, was a Dutchman named Groen van Prinster who was a leader in this movement of resistance. And Kuiper is sort of in the second wave. And they formed—they the, were in this anti-revolutionary party. You have to think of—learn to think of the 19th century as the century of revolutions and it was bookended by two great revolutions the french revolution right at the tail end of the 1700s right before the beginning of the 19th century and the russian revolution right after the end of the 19th century so those are the two revolutions that bookend the 19th century which was a century of revolutions and uh, uh, there was a there were a series of revolutions in 1848 for example across uh, across europe I would argue that the American Civil War was our moment in that revolutionary fervor, uh, was part of that uh, revolution. In other words, the American Revolution was not like the French Revolution, but the Civil War was like the French Revolution. It was the event that caused the centralization of um, our national government, and a lot of the prerogatives of the states were uh, assumed by the central government and so on. But be that as it may, this book, our program, is Abraham Kuyper, sort of explaining and walking through the political platform of the anti-revolutionary party. And uh, there's one thing that he he comments on that just this is something I've been reading political stuff for years and years and years, and this this was something new, just brand new, and it really uh, caught me amidships. midships. Kuyper argues that the uh, the Dutch equivalent of our House of Representatives, he argues that it not it ought not to be considered part of the government. okay He says it ought not to be considered part of the government. And I think I've never seen this argued in an American context and I am interested in following up on it but his because this is what he says the civil servants who are sort of permanently hired as uh, servants of the government, in the Netherlands, the monarchy and the you know, the the apparatus of government, you could say the government is there. And Kuiper says you want in a in a free society, you want a government to be able to talk to the people. And he argues that the representatives in their version of the House of Representatives were the people in condensed form. So you can't the the government can't go out and talk to every last person but they can talk to the House of Representatives. They can talk to the delegates of the people. So the delegates of the people, the people send their delegates, and they are sent in order to represent the people's views as they have a discussion with their government. That means that the House of Representatives in this setting ought not to be treated as part of the government. The House of Representatives should be considered as the voice of the people the people are speaking to the government not they don't become part of the government that speaks to us here's here's a new regulation for you pal right so our program part of a marvelous set by lexum press pick it up you you will learn stuff <music>